Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that one shot Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, you? Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. When I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt, smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit. And shower filled with women. Sit your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of women's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know? Coming up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something the fuck along. Here we go! Yo, Duder, this is Bob O'Rourke from Chicago, Jeff and Shane's OG guest and ratings bar setter. And you're listening to him podcast for all. All right, then. Welcome back to Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, season four, episode two. I had a lot of fun last week with Mr. Seth Magnetic. Yeah, I did too. I'm still pondering the whole idea of the, the, his name. It just it took me by surprise. I don't know what I was more surprised about, his name or King Nathan. That's King that, Nathan was cool. I like the license plate. Uh, that was there's There's a toss up there. Well, we got some mail today about it. The uh, episode launched today, so you're hearing this uh, seven days after we record this. A guy by the name of Adam Erickson sent us a message, and he suggested that you should be Jeff M. All, and I should be Shane Tanger. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Jeffy? Oh, uh, wow. So you got the Saint Anger, and I got the Kill em All, huh? I was In- shocked. Interesting. I give him I give him an A for creativity. He also uh, sent us the update with uh, Mister Magnetic at the end, talking about nine nine zero two one zero in his small town. He couldn't think of who it was. It was Luke Perry. Oh right, rest in peace, Luke Perry. And I believe Luke Perry's son now wrestles with Jericho. Did I get that right? Uh yeah, I think so. Let me refer back to this. Hold on, I got to read it to you here. I think it was Jericho. Adam said, I'll tie two of your episodes together. Seth Magnetic is from the same town that Luke Perry from Beverly Hills 90210, blah, blah, blah. His son is a wrestler and wrestles with Jericho on AEE. Boom. Hashtag superfan. Hashtag not hate train mail. I think he meant AEW, but yeah. What Close did I enough. say? AEE. It's not A&E. <laughs> Maybe I said A&W like the root beer. I don't know. Hey, I, that's good soda. <laughs> soder? Soder. Got to get me a soder. That's right. <laughs> um, before we get to our guest tonight, we're going to Utah, by the way. We hey, have some 
well, I'll refresh your memory. We've played there. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forget the these. The good old Salt Lake City. Remember that industrial bar with all the pool tables that we rocked? Yes, I do remember. Don't ask me the name of the club, but, uh, oh, man, six, seven years ago? Yeah, see, once you say it, then it all starts to come back. But initially, my memory is a little shoddy. Uh, the good news we finally get to share, you and I have some tour dates to announce. Yeah, it's about time. The The world's opening up a little bit, and they're letting one come make some noise. The biggest dates that I'm really looking forward to, August 9th and 10th, Sturgis 2021. It's been a while. This will be, what, our third time back at Sturgis? Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. 9th and 10th, we are at the infamous Iron Horse Saloon. Back-to-back nights. From what I know about that place, I'm guessing five to 10,000 um, size capacity. It's going to be a rocket, man. I can't wait to get back there. Yeah, it's going to be a really good time. It's going to be feel good just to get back up on stage after all this time. I can't wait. Something tells me one of those nights we should open up with fuel. Yeah, as long as it's not bread fan, I'm all in. Okay, maybe St. Anger. Okay, now you're talking. August 27th, Duluth, Minnesota, Tribute Fest. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Jeff and I play Tribute Fest, I believe it's every other year for the last 10 years. Yeah, every other year. It's Wow, it's crazy to think that we've been doing Tribute Fest for that long now, but it's always a good time, and it's just right up the road, at least for me. Bayfront uh, Amphitheater right on Lake Superior, August 27th in Duluth. September 25th, we are at Freedom Fest, which is also in uh, Minnesota. How far are you you from East Bethel? Oh, not far at all. Good. Be a family affair for you then. Yeah. (laughs) September 30th, Auburn, Indiana, which is just north of like Fort Wayne, Mm -hmm. east of South Bend, west of Toledo, kind of in that area. We're at the uh, DeKalb County Fair the following night, October 1st. JD Legends in Franklin, Ohio. That is right smack dab between Cincinnati and Dayton. So maybe some previous and podcasts for all guests can uh, come check us out. Yeah, if you're in the area, please come on out. Send us a message. Let us know if you're going to be there. And maybe, who knows, we can throw you on the guest list. Chuck Hoskins, Jason Garkowski, and Seth Magnetic. You have been warned. (laughs) Anything you want to touch on before we go to... Utah, Mr. Winslow. Um, well, we have a TikTok page now, so go follow that. Oh, that's right. That's just what's it called? It's just and podcast for all. We'll be posting all sorts of different Metallica related material and guest material, so it'd be cool. So can I send you a goofy video of something totally non Metallica related and you'll post it? I mean, if it comes from you, then yeah. <laughs> Is there a I've I've never been on TikTok to be honest with you. Is there a time limit? Uh, yeah, 60 seconds is the max. Okay. It's like they give you the option to do like 15-second videos or 60-second videos, and they have all the different songs and different things that you can add to it. And it's just it's a good way to get the name out there, you know. We've been working the social media game for about a year now since we've been doing this podcast, and so far it seems like it's been working out in our favor. So might as well expand our horizons. So far, so good. All right, enough of the uh, intro cycle babble. Let's go to Utah. We're talking to the president tonight of, check this out, chapter name, Harvesters of Utah. 
Nice, nice. Please welcome from, um, I already forgot the city, but she says she's 20 miles north of Salt Lake. She's just south of Ogden. Harvesters of Utah President, Miss April Mancuso. Did I say it right? You did. Oh my God. Chalk one up, Jeff. <laughs> from Syracuse, Utah. April, are you a Utah jazz fan? I am not. I am actually a Southern California native. I just moved here six years ago. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. We're at in uh, California. Ventura County, Thousand Oaks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What brought you from there to uh, the uh, great old Salt Lake? Um, lots of traffic, lots of people, high cost of living. Need a little bit more space. It sounds like reasons? the. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like the reasons why a lot of people leave California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally understand. Beautiful place. I was yeah, born and raised there. Love it. Seems like a great place to visit. I just don't know about living, at least now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was very fortunate to be raised in California and, you know, spend the time on the beaches, Malibu, meet some celebrities, you know, just that whole life. It was great. It was great. That's cool. And How long is a Metallica fan, April? Um, late 80s. I think I fell in love, 88, nice. 89. Fell in um, love. I like how you said that. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the one video and then I went to New York to live for a semester. And in New York back in the day, they had what are known as Heshers. Mm -hmm. And I hung out with them and they really got me to love Metallica. Awesome. Yep. Uh, first time seeing them. Was that out in that area? No. First time 92. Um, I actually just found my ticket stub. Wow. Great nice. Western Forum. Yeah. Had their long hair. Uh, what night was it in 92? Um, January, we Wednesday, January 8th. January 8th. We had yeah. a fan out a couple weeks ago that saw them at the Forum that same week. Is that when they played like three nights in a row there? Yeah, I think so. Do you remember if they played Leopard Messiah? You know what? I got the set list. Nice. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> a girl who does her homework, Jeff. Yes. She came prepared. I, I like did. this. And it was a long time ago, but let's see. No leper. No leper. Nope. Maybe off by one night. Yep, probably. Knowing so my luck. <laughs> 92 for your first time, and how many times since then? Um, Only about four. Um, wrong shortly with that. after. Um, that concert, um, Black Album came out. I remember going to Sam Goody, waiting for, you know, standing in line like we used to have to do back in the day. Got it, listened to it, loved it. Um, and then they cut their hair. And I am one of those. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Get the shears out. Yeah. I, it kind of hurt me. Aww. And so I got married, had a family. Mm -hmm. um, and then... When Metallica came out here in 2018, um, it was like meeting my old high school sweetheart and falling in love again. And it just reignited that love and passion. So wow. I went to SNM too. Nice. So 92, you had a miserable, or I should say the haircut era, you had a miserable <laughs> breakup and you got back together yes. basically 21 years later. Yeah. That's Born again crazy. Metallica. <laughs> 
Jeff, don't cut your hair. People are not going to follow the band. <laughs> right, right. I mean, right now it kind of looks like I don't have any hair, but yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool she has a ticket stub from before you were born, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, just by one year. Oh, I love it. Gosh. So when did Harvesters of Utah get started? Uh, so after the Salt Lake show reignited my passion, my love. I mean, I've always loved them, always. I've always listened to them. You know, they've always been near and dear. Um, but after that, I was like, okay, I need. I think I need to do more. Um, so I started, I set up a fan page in Facebook, and that was kind of like my recruiting ground. Okay. And so I set up a private group in the fan club page for, you know, the real fans. And then mm -hmm. from there, um, got my first five, sent it to Metallica, and then we voted on the name and became official. Love it. Love the name, by the way. Some of the logos I've checked out on your page are right up there. I just love how you tie in the, the simple outline of the state with the Ninja Star. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So a Facebook page grows to a, a, a fan club. And how many members? We have 123 right now. Wow. Yeah, that nice. includes some other chapter heads um, from other clubs. But for the most part, yeah. Uh, a lot of fun hate talking about COVID all the time, but annual parties, monthly parties, get-togethers, what do you guys do? So we were trying to do once a month, um, and then COVID hit, but we still mm -hmm. did um, We still did a few events. Um, we did the all-chapter day event and streamed that live. That was June, I think it was the 25th last year. Um, that was an amazing event. Cool. Yeah. And then we did a, we had a first-year anniversary event. So we have a tribute band out here called the Four Horsemen. And they performed okay. and just killed it. And yeah, cool. this year we have four scheduled already events. And then we meet up here once in a while at my place and, you know, get together, talk Metallica. In Syracuse. See, I got it right finally. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's, I love it. It's one of the best things I've done. Like one of my greatest accomplishments. Bringing awesome. people together is, you know, it's an amazing thing. You know, with everything going on. It's so important to come together for something that we all love. It every, nothing else matters. Absolutely <laughs> right. You can you can just it's put true. you can put all the the BS of whatever you see going on right now, and you yep. can just focus on something that everybody knows that they can all agree on. Yep, exactly. And it's instant family every time. You know, like when you go to a concert, it's all family. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Well, last week we got so carried away, April, with uh, Mr. Seth Magnetic, we forgot one of our new segments. We tried it out in season three with Mr. Chris Jericho called Rapid Fire, just to kind of get to feel you out and know you a little bit better in a quick five seconds. Are you ready? Okay. Let's go rapid fire! Jason or Rob? Jason. Yeah. Cunning Stunts or San Diego 92? Cunning Stunts. This next question is going to be a flop for me. Carl Malone or John Stockton? John Stockton. Okay. You were a little hesitant there. I know you're a huge jazz fan. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk's dreadlocks or his perm? Perm. And finally, minus human or no leaf clover? No leaf clover. She answered all that those quick. I, yeah, I got that. Didn't even have to think about it. <laughs> Great song. I feel like since we just went through that rapid fire, you know, and you brought up 
hunting stun San Diego, I feel like we should just jump into our voting for all real quick and just get that taken care of. Did I just kill your voting for all week? Uh, you know, we didn't even discuss this. This is these are similar. You're saying they're a little similar. I'm kind of surprised that it worked out this way. So, and our oh, excuse me on our and and voting for all segment tonight, we are doing. A little battle between stage setups and it's funny that he picked that for the rapid fire because i had picked the cunning stunt stage or the original snake pit stage from you know the arena tour so it would have been like the san diego stage so if you had to pick between one of those two which one would you pick oh man and we're talking about the stage setup itself not yeah. necessarily the set list or the show not or the which tour. one you like better yeah it's just strictly the stage setup Hmm. Probably arena. The Black Elm Arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, to say that it's <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, she saw that stage in the nineties, dude. Well, in ninety two, that is the most legendary stage setup. Yeah. Let's be real, but Cunning Stunt, you know, they did some really amazing stuff they on did. that tour. So, I'm I'm pretty old school. That's a good answer. <laughs> How about you, Shane? Um, you just totally caught me off guard. I, <sighs> everyone heard my dream no more set list as we wrapped up season three and it was in Mexico city and my stage was poor touring me was yeah. AKA cunning stunt. So I, I, I can't, I can't stray away from that. That's my honest answer. You know, I think I would have to agree with you on that one. Wow, I, lo- I love the the just how legendary the the, the original Snake Pit stage was. But I grew up on Cunning Stunt, so when I've seen that stage a few times, I think the part that people don't understand that didn't see that tour is mm-hmm. how much the band utilized the actual floor in the arena. Oh, like walking around and how much they were actually on the concrete. Of a basketball arena, and right up in the barricade with the people, there was mic set up between the A and the B stage. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of things on Cunning that didn't capture how much they were on the concrete, and it just added so much of a cool vibe in the round. It still felt like it was like just an intimate setting. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was definitely a legendary stage, and I'd love to see them bring something like that back at least one more time you know i mean don't get me wrong the hardwired stage was cool just how that setup with the a and the b and in between and i'm not even talking just destruction scene or any of that stuff it was just they took it in a in the round experience and made it very very intimate yeah i'd agree i hear a kitty april yes behind me what's kitty's name snowball like in the simpsons Yes, exactly. Like the <laughs> yes, exactly. That was, a, yes. that was a wild guess. <laughs> no, exactly. Snowball. Didn't the Simpsons have like six snowballs? <laughs> yeah, yeah I think they went through a few. <laughs> Gonna get some hate mail, but I think Lisa just kept naming every cat. They got Snowball 1, Snowball 2. <laughs> what was the dog's name again? Santa's Little Helper. Santa's there you little go. Helper. Oh, that would have taken me a while to come up with. <laughs> 
Meditations on Turning Eight by Lisa Simpson. I had a cat named Snowball. She died. She died. Mom said she was sleeping. She lied. She lied. Why, oh, why is my cat dead? Couldn't that Chrysler hit me instead? And kitties for all. <laughs> and kitties yes. for all. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Well, April, uh, you probably heard last week as we kicked off season four, our Master of Albums project where you pick up the 12 songs. You can maybe pick a producer. Maybe the studio is recorded in. You can make up your own title and create your own artwork. You got it all. How did that go for you the last couple of days? Good. Well, so what I did actually was created my dream set list first. And then okay. you emailed and said, you know, we're switching it up. So I just kind of narrowed down. So we just shot all your dreams down out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace. You know, when the next session shoot it down. It's not as loud. Idea. Told you to not fuck around. No, this I'm is sorry. still good. This was fun though, actually. Good. Like, you know, narrowing it down to twelve, which was tough. You know, so coming you did up use with the 12, album okay. name. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. there's so many. It's so hard to even pick 12. But. Jeff, I think everyone's going to have 12. <laughs> That's You know, it's funny because Pizzle was over tonight, and I was telling him, he started. He heard the first half of the episode last night, and he's like, how are you only going to pick nine songs? Or how would you only pick nine songs? And I'm like, dude, I was really considering wow. only doing eight. Oh, my gosh. It's just because I feel like there's so many. I feel like I was like, you know what? It's going to make it easier, I feel like, with the l- less songs you just pick the most legendary songs of what you feel would work perfect on an album or, you know, but he said, he was like, Oh dude, he goes, I'd easily need a month to complete that. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so pizzle. That's right up his alley. Literally. He's like, Oh, I need a month. (laughs) Pizzle needs a month to do anything, including (laughs) making a video. (laughs) Hi bud. I miss you. I love ripping on you though. Yeah. It's fun. Sometimes (laughs) it's all in love. Well, April had two days to do this and said it was fun, so I'm looking forward to this. I am too. April, the mic and the floor is yours. Uh, all it's right. all you. Okay. So the name of the album is Sanity Escapes. Sanity Escapes? All right. Yes. Oh, this is so cool. All right. Number one because this is an amazing song that should always open, but Disposable Heroes. Okay. Wow. Wow. Opening with Disposable. Okay. Now, are these 12 in a well-thought-out order, or it's just whatever? Most of them. And then as I was narrowing down, I kind of had to just plug in here and there. But for the most part, it is thought out. So you throw the CD in and you hear I like it. Number two, of course, the Harvester of Sorrow. Well, you have to have that with Harvesters of Utah. Yes. It's a must. Okay. Three, No Leaf Clover. I like it. No, real quick. Uh, yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, that's okay. No Leaf Clover, is that with or without orchestra? Like, are with. you going to have an orchestra? With, okay. okay. Yes. Oh, I love that version so much. Uh, four, I've got Devil's Dance. Yes. <laughs> I love that song. That makes my day. 
good old heavy track three tune there. And then going from a devil, five, am I evil? I like how you said that. Had <laughs> <laughs> to have some continuity. And then six, tying into the album title, Frayed Ends of Sanity. And that's because I love that song, listening to it on the album. It just, it gets me every time. Album version. Yeah. Okay. Seven, Four Horsemen. Yes. Uh, album version, I take it? With the, yeah. the interlude? Full yes. version. Full yes. version. Four Horse slash Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, eight, Unforgiven Three. Three? Yes. Nice. On the record. And that's SM2 when he sang. I mean, he just, he did so good. And then I think listening yeah. to that and then what happened, you know, a couple weeks after. Yeah. Yeah. So is that something that on your record you would want it to be done like how he did it on SM, but in like a studio setting? Like, yes. Isolated like that? Yeah. Acapella, baby. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. Nine, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Classic. And then ten, one of my personal favorites, and lyrics I have tattooed on my arm, uh, Escape. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's... Oh, here we go. Hold yeah. on. Life for my own. Oh, there it is. Yep. My screen's blurry, but I made it out. Okay. <laughs> so that ties in with the album or album title as well, right? Yes. Yep. Sanity, Sanity escapes. escapes and Ten is Escape. Love it. Jeff, instead of the lyrics getting tattooed, you should have like an air raid siren going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just the picture of a... Just the ending siren of a, like a tornado siren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember a couple weeks ago when we were, we were recording that Wednesday at 1 and they did the tornado test? Yeah, all of a sudden you could hear it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the tornado test was... And you could hear it literally because it's like right by my house and my microphone mm-hmm. picked it up. Shane could hear it clear as day. Oh, my gosh. I think that was on Chris Westfall's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 10 escape. Two more to go. This okay. Is, God, 11. Cool. Spit out the bone. Ooh, not a closer, but close too. Yes, yeah, close. I'm yeah. still blown away about how many times we hear "Spit Out the Bone" on this show. People love that song. Yeah, I, I love it too, but I didn't think it was that popular. Didn't it? Didn't it win our in voting for all bracket or vote between uh, "Struggle Within"? S- struggle, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it was yeah. mentioned about every other week for. 17 weeks on season three. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite song off of Hardwired. That's a great one. Nice. And then last but not least, because you got to end with the music. Uh, not musical. Um, what can I think of the word? Instrumental? Call of <laughs> Cthulhu. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yes, thank Instrumental. you. Instrumental. <laughs> yep. Instrumental. <laughs> great closer. Wow. Yeah. Like and then it. for the album art, I've just got like a big skull that's screaming. And then it's got like, you know, on uh, the Anthrax album, you know, yes. the yeah, in each eye. Okay. Yeah. You 
get what she's talking about, Jeff? I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I, I think I'm picturing Can you it. it. Yeah, yeah, the classic Metallica logo, and then you've got like, yeah, I think I see it. All right. Metallica meets Anthrax meets Megadeth's first <laughs> album. April's Master of Albums, Sanity Escapes. I love all that tied in. Kicking off with Disposable, Harvester, Clover with Orchestra, Devil Dance, love it. Am I Evil, Freight Ends, Four Horse, Unforgiven 3, just like you saw it at SM2. Bells, Escape. You gotta have Escape when it's tattooed on your arm. <laughs> yeah. Spit out the bone and closing with Call of Cthulhu. And we have a skull with anthrax themes going on. <laughs> that is cool. I, that is cool. Nice job, April. Thanks. Yeah. And, that was a lot and you of only fun. had like a day and a half to come up with it. Yeah, right? Yeah. I stayed up late working on it. And then nice. at work today, I kind of did this on the side and found some clip art and stuff. So I got an album cover here i don't know if you can see it but oh oh my god she made an album cover <laughs> yes hold that up again <laughs> i need to wow that forget explaining it she's got wow we're ready to go to press <laughs> <laughs> jeff how cool is that oh i i made sure to get a picture of it <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. You know, I was going to ask one more <laughs> that question. Is fucking cool. One more question that I was thinking about, you know, as we're doing this, that, you know, and for future guests that are on the show, you can kind of take this in mind or, you know, keep this in mind. Is there a certain era or time period in which this album is being released that you want to hear these songs sung or performed in any certain way? Because let's face it, you know, 80s, 90s, and 2000s are all completely different eras of Metallica. Yeah. True. So is there any era specifically you would want to hear this album released in? No. I was thinking it'd be more of like a greatest hits type thing. You know, they don't have that. Yeah. With some deep cuts in there and yeah. More I like, like that. A, a current, yeah, we need a greatest hits. They haven't done that yet. They have so. not done that. And, you know, it's. I'm glad that you said that because when, you know, we came up with this idea, I was like, you know, that can that can be one of it the was. options if you want to do yeah. a greatest hits CD. So I think it's really cool that that's something that you did there. Uh, just imagine picking up a greatest hits album and on the back it says track four, Devil Dance. <laughs> <laughs> It's like love it. scarities and rarities. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> April, the even cooler thing is, is you came up with that artwork on your company's time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, edit that one out. <laughs> no, what? I work in a great place. I don't think they. <laughs> and next week, it. she didn't have a job. I know. <laughs> <laughs> April said, "Ah, oh, can I claim unemployment with you guys? Because that didn't work out so well." Is APFA hiring? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, with the artwork she just came up, we are hiring. All right. right. <laughs> you are hired on the spot because the time and effort you put into that is amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. Came up with well, album art. El- I can't even talk. Came up with album art in two days, and our bass player says he needs a month just to come up with the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Pizzle, we love you, but it's, it's funny. I think we should have Pizzle on and limit him to like eight songs, not the nine that he's bitching about. <laughs> he can have five, like the EP. The EP, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I think we're on to something. Last week, the album was called Misery. This week, Sanity Escapes. Uh, I'm an artist at heart. I mean, that was my first love and then got stuck in accounting. So, Accounting? <laughs> yeah. That's what you do now, April? <laughs> yeah, I'm an accountant for a Remax brokerage out here. So Okay. Yeah. So you're but, running But yeah, those... art is always, yeah, hope to get back to it more someday. What did you make that on? Just like a Photoshop or? No, just on a publisher. Cool. Yeah. You really know what you're doing. I winged it, honestly. Well, you, you seem to have a really, you know, strong love and connection with Metallica. How about swinging things the other way? Is there a song that should not be? Is there a Metallica song you wouldn't want to necessarily listen to or that you would have said, delete that? Um, I would say delete that. (laughs) Maybe an album. (laughs) Maybe an album. (laughs) I have not listened to Lulu, so I I have yet to do that. (laughs) Wait a minute. You're a chapter president and you haven't experienced... A couple hours of Lulu April, you, you got to sit down and just, just give I'm it a chance. I'm working my way to it. I am. She's she's building up the courage, you know, it takes... <laughs> I thought she was going to say, I'm digging my way. Right? <laughs> There's some great riffs in there. You got you got to give it a chance. Let me know what you think. Okay. You know, no, if the, I will. If we could okay. get an instrumental version of Lulu, it would actually be a pretty interesting album to listen to. Hmm. I agree with that. Just like a riff tape. Yeah. Can we just get it? Just, yeah. No vocals or... Kirk, send us your riff tapes from that era and we're good. Yeah, because there was definitely some good riffs. I'll agree with you on that one. Brandenburg Gate, Junior Dad, and Iced Honey has a couple good licks in there. Iced Honey sounds like a 90s Seattle grunge band. (laughs) 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 Just remember, Jeff. I am the table. Right. (laughs) April, any songs that should not be Um, from Salt Lake City? Sorry, from mm. Syracuse. (laughs) Close enough. (sighs) Not a fan of Ronnie. Oh, okay. Ron McGovney is going to be so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I follow him on Twitter. He, He can. I do, too. Do you? I do, too. He's a little grumpy. Ron, if you're listening, <laughs> I've, I've actually tried to hit you up on Twitter a couple times to get you on this show, but you must be a little grumpy. Maybe that's why he's grumpy is because he's like, this damn podcast host keeps probably trying to get me on his show. It was only him alone, Jeff. It was only. He does share some great stuff, though. You know, oh, yeah, he'll, he does. he'll throw in a photo and some yeah. good history, yeah. and it's like, yeah, early days. Love it. I just had to look up where Syracuse was. It's just off of I-15. Yep. Everything is off I-15 in Utah. If you go any further east, you run into those big hills. Layton, Clearfield, Ogden. All right, I've got my bearing. There you go. Yeah, I work in Layton and live in Syracuse. So much better than taking the 101 to work every day. Oh, my gosh. And the 118. Oh. Oh. Is it true if you jump in the Salt Lake that no matter what you do, you will float? I have heard that. I have not done it yet. But I hope to. You're going to have to do that this summer. Bucket list item. Yes. Absolutely. Make that a Harvesters of Utah chapter party. Hey, there you go. There you go. It's the annual let's get together and float in the salt. (laughs) Talk about Talica, the band, not not our guest's daughter. Jesse Robson's daughter. That's right. 
I've stood at the edge of the Great Salt Lake many times, and it actually stinks. Yes. Oh. It's like, I don't know who would jump into that thing because it's like a mud hole, but it's huge. <laughs> yeah, so Syracuse in the summer, when it gets real warm, will get that lovely stinky smell coming oh, in. Oh, nice. It must yeah. <laughs> smell like downtown Minneapolis when it's like 90 degrees out and the sewer stank is just stanking up the whole city. <laughs> that and the mosquitoes. Hey, Good we, we got plenty of those in Minnesota as well. You guys have a lot in common. The, mos- the mosquitoes, the Minnesota state bird for four months. We got sidetracked. Um, was your final answer Ronnie April? Yeah, I think so. I just, I've tried many, many, many times and it just, I can't, can't feel it. That's, that's fair. That's and fair. then plus I know a guy named Rotten Ronnie Ugh. and he, he sounds awfully rotten. <laughs> Yeah. Rotten Ronnie? Rotten Ronnie was his name. Does he smell like the Salt Lake <laughs> stank? <laughs> He's not a Metallica fan, I take it. He doesn't like the fact that they wrote a song about him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't maybe. be either. He's like, hey, least you could have done is ro- write a better song. There's some great percussion pieces in that song. You gotta, you gotta no, like I don't, that for some drummer reason. I don't hate that song. That would, That's definitely not my song that should not be, but you know, it is what it is. Is your song still Sandman for that pathetic reason, Jeff? <laughs> it was. I honestly, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Have you backtracked that statement, or are you still in that Sandman mode? No, Before no. Before we had our episode about listener fatigue. Right, right. No, I mean, I get it. I put it this way. I don't think that Sandman should not exist. Thank you. I definitely don't. I definitely yeah. don't. I'm not on that train, but... Um, you know, when I was thinking song that should not be, I was just thinking song I wouldn't want to listen to, not as in a song that just should not be, but you came up with that segment and you couldn't even follow the rules. Uh, Hey, (laughs) well, that's kind of the pros and cons of coming up with the segment. (laughs) I agree though. I don't think any song should not be, you know? I mean, I guess if I mean, Ronnie cannot exist, and it wouldn't really change anything about Metallica at all. But if Sandman didn't exist, well, right? they'd still be a whole different story. They might be a bar band right them. now. <laughs> <laughs> a whole different story, kids. Yeah. Yes, I agree. April, going back to your uh, artwork before you uh, jumped on the Remax train, what kind of art were you doing back in the day? So I used to do fine art, um, painting, drawing, still life. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, figure. Yeah. Still life. Can you describe that? So um, in college, basically still life is when you have nude models come oh, in. I was about to say, is that yeah. where they just they stand there and you... Yep. 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 Yeah. I, I seriously didn't know what it meant. I had to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So there we'd be in... There was a ton of people in my class, you know, and they'd bring in... Usually, honestly, because I was still in California, they'd be like beach bums that wanted to make a quick 40 bucks and they wow. would come in and strip down and I hey, mean, if I was would be so callous. Oh, and they probably stank too. Well, they were far yeah, enough. They to smelled not like the great smell. salt lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 40 bucks strip down. I mean, totally naked and then stand there for a couple an hours. Hour. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, well most hour, of the time, bad. yeah. Sometimes we would do like a quick twenty-minute sketch, and then we would have to all like scoot down a couple seats so that you would get a different angle and a different perspective. Still so. life art. 
figure drawing. And, and then what would you do with the figures? Was the, it just like for for class or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And they go a, they go down to Venice Beach and sell them. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, I just saw you forty minutes ago. Yeah. Hey, and now I'm selling your drawing. What's up? You made forty. I just made four hundred. Exactly. <laughs> Sold it to a that's, tourist from Minnesota. That's cool. I never I never knew that's what it was called. And learned yeah. something every day. And still life is also like you see a lot of that in museums where you've got like a bowl of fruit or Yo. you know any other well, i i briefly remember learning about it in like middle school and high school thing is is i i've always been really really terrible at art i tried and tried but i couldn't i couldn't draw to save my life i can't even draw a stick figure uh, yes you can but see the key to drawing is learning how to see see and i can't see that way my dad is amazing <laughs> at drawing that i've i've the stuff he's done is incredible and he sees things and shapes and all this stuff. And like, I just, I, it's like, I feel like I'm not seeing it. It's like what doc Brown always told Marty in back to the future. You're not seeing things fourth dimensionally. That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I see things in 2d, maybe even 1d. Marty is perfect. You're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. Right, right. I have a real problem. With that. I like yeah. April's quote though. What was it again about seeing? Learning to draw is, is basically learning how to see. How to see. Well put. Yeah. That is. Seeing shapes. Speaking of museums, I don't mean to make you too jealous, but I was just at the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles over the weekend. Oh, nice. I'm very it, jealous. <laughs> yes. Here's my, here, here's my summary. It did not suck. <laughs> <laughs> well played, my friend. Well played. Talk about, talk about art in one room. Holy cow. Oh, yeah, and that's like everything that's in there is just art. You know that museum from the beginning? I Jeff is the, the car guru for the listeners out there that don't know, but Jeff, I didn't realize that place was like in the top 10 museums in the world of automobiles. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was up there, but I didn't realize it was that, you know, that huge shoe. Like just looking through those pictures, I can't believe that they just, they have so much in there. It's incredible. The Uber dropped me off on the corner, and you, the place was probably four times bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's like he pulled up to the corner of, like, an arena. Right. You just pulled up to the Target like, Center. <laughs> that's what it was. I was like, holy shit, this place is huge. And you walk in, and, of course, it's, I mean, beautiful building inside and out. The detail of just the building is beautiful, though, and the cars. But I'm not exaggerating. There's probably 500 cars in that building. Oh, man. Wow. That's Everything incredible. from the first, you know, VW beach van to, you know, the first production Porsche to, oh, yeah, here's 10 of Hetfield's cars up on floor two. Right, yeah. And that's it's like everywhere you looked, it was like, wow, 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 wow. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Holy shit. Holy shit. It was one of those kind of tours. Yep. Yep. The fact that he has that whole kind of that area there and like from the pictures that I saw you know, having like those live pictures around it. it almost feels like the cars are mm -hmm. like sitting in the arena around him. That's what it was. It's like April talks about, you know, being able to see it. And as you're walking through the, uh, the reclaim rust, just going to call it the Hetfield room. He's um, like every 10 minutes, there's kind of a him speaking like on a loop and it's got nothing else matters in the background. Mm -hmm. And he's telling the story of like, you know, it's the same way I create a song. You kind of have a vision, and you put the vision on paper, and then the paper goes into the the shop, and then you get the torch out, and then you get the motor on, and it was it's really cool. They tied it in 
it might sound cheesy how I described it, but when, oh no, when it's you, it sounds. When you awesome. hear him over the PA talk about you know a piece of work just like making a record, it's so cool. It's the whole well, creative process, absolutely, especially when you're building a car from like you know virtually nothing to from the ground up. You know, you just have this this shell of a car that you're basically going to turn into art, mm-hmm. but that you drive around. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the dude was never shy about driving his cars around, and I think it's cool that some of those cars like you can when you see those pictures up close like you can see some of the flaws and like he wasn't oh yeah he's not concerned about making it a perfect SEMA car it's all about it's it's like the the reality of what it actually is as a car you know I just I think it's so cool to see the realistic side of it it's like a show car but a driver's car at the same time the cars were so hot looking and so sexy I'm just gonna call it still life <laughs> I think we're on yep. something here, guys. Yeah, I like yep. it. Yeah. The uh, real quick, we'll get back to the uh, bread and butter here. But when you talk about the flaws, Jeff, yeah, in the uh, in the Iron Fist uh, Ford of his, mm-hmm. you can see where the door handles used to be. All oh, right. Like cut off, fill those in. Uh, you can just the Iron Fist is just it is what it is. It's raw. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you know, sparkly or or pretty about it. Is that that's the one that has a couple. Uh rust spots poking through yes. too right yeah if you look real close and i was as you can see from my pictures i got close to everything mm-hmm. i almost got kicked out twice because security's like you need to step away from the car i got like, easy my phone i'm not is touching just... it i'm just real close to it <laughs> <laughs> i need the flaws of it that's the that's the magic <laughs> i needed the flaws because i knew you were going to ask me for up close detailed pictures so i'm like i got to get these for jeff yeah those those detailed pictures were it's 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 so cool, like I said, to see that. Like he could have easily just, you know, fixed it and make it look perfect, but you know, it's almost like he keeps the soul of the car alive as it ages. You know, it's just part of time. So that reminds me, actually, um, yeah. one of my favorite museums in California is the Norton Simon Museum. And that's the museum that you see the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. and the Rose Parade go down that street every year. Okay. And there's a painting in there by Henry Matisse. And I remember the first time I went to that museum, there's this huge Matisse on the wall. And back then, they actually let you kind of get close. Now you can't get close to great works of art. But mm-hmm. And I remember looking at it, and you could actually see the fibers off the paintbrush and the pencil still on it. Wow. wow. So, like, same concept, you know? Like, you get to see, not necessarily, because even the flaws make up the beauty of it. You know? Right, but, it's all part of the masterpiece that is that that piece of art. Yep. Yeah, when you see a piece of the brush on there, it doesn't get any more OG than that. Yeah, yeah that's right. about as real as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, April, let's play a little uh, Jump in the Fire trivia. You ready? All right. I like trivia. Well, we got a lot of emails about bringing it back because we kind of ignored it in season three. So here we are. Here we are. Jeff, would you like to start us off? Sure, I will. All right, question number one. What year did Jason Newstead join Metallica? 97. I mean, 87. Woo, decade <laughs> off. <laughs> yep, he joined on the uh, load tour. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 1987 is that your final answer oh no oh, so close, so close off. maybe she's thinking of garage days he actually joined in 1986 uh, close enough Jeff we're talking about yeah. still life right and we're talking about probably just a few weeks here away from 1987 
I love how Jeff asks the hard ones. I get the easy ones. <laughs> That's how it always goes. I look like the <laughs> asshole, and Shane's like, don't worry here. I got you. Oh, by the way, before we get to uh, end of the line, Jeff, last week I challenged you. Yeah. I, I forgot to tell you, so I'm telling you right now live. This week is my turn. You get to challenge me with one. Oh. <laughs> We're going to alternate weeks. Great. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll get right on that. <laughs> All right, April, question two. True or false? This is really tough. Utah was featured on a Metallica Monday show during the pandemic. Yes, it was. I love it. That's a great show. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. And it's, seen it. <laughs> we're all tying this in tonight. That was uh, the load tour. Yeah, and they filmed, uh, what was the video they filmed out here too? Um, uh, King oh, Nothing? Man. I think it's King. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, my brain doesn't work too well at night, obviously. <laughs> I think it was King. But that mentality. Yeah, because they did it in like Monument Valley. Monument Valley could be. Did I disappear? Southern. The Rocks? Yeah. I disappear? Jeff, are you on the Google machine? I'm on the Google machine. Oh, she got, she got it she got it before me, I think. I swear they filmed King in Salt Lake. It wasn't in Florida because there's snow. Right. Sounds right. Well, Monument Valley was I Disappear. Right. King Nothing, yeah, was Salt Lake City. Yes. Chalk one up for Shane. <laughs> <laughs> that Salt Lake City show, Jeff, they played Wasting My Hate. That's a fun song. We should play that song. I know. All we do is play the outro of that. Right. <laughs> hey, you get 20 seconds of it. It's not enough. I'd like to play that. That's What is it, like three, four minutes? Yeah, that'd be a good just kind of breather filler song that some diehards would know. That'll be on my Sanity Escapes album someday. Right, on the greatest hits? Yep, <laughs> with a skull on it. <laughs> All right, question number three. Track three on Kill 'Em All is. Oh man, I'm tired. <laughs> See, here we go with these hard questions again. <laughs> Kill 'Em All. Hold on, let me sing in my head. <sighs> Motor breath. Nice. Wow. Yes. See, it yes, wasn't yes, so yes. hard. <laughs> Worked through that well. I, I'm impressed. Question four. This is up there. This is an easy question. Come on. I don't know. I thought it was easy last week, and Mr. Seth Magnetic uh, got a big red family feud. <laughs> question four. Bread Fan is a cover. Who originally wrote it? Oh, man. I didn't think that was easy, Jeff. I thought this one was easy. Now, we all know it's the best opening song of all time. But <laughs> yeah, the, ori the original it? version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait man. to insert track. <laughs> and here it is. Just the way the original song. Oh, we're going to do right when the verse kicks in. <laughs> yep. 
Budgie. Budgie. So, have you heard the original April? No. It's going to blow you away. We'll have fun with it. You've never heard the original? Wow. No. It's in a whole a different people haven't. It's in a whole <laughs> different key. It's saying very, very high by a guy that looks like, you know, a Walmart Getty Lee or something. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it should be interesting. I love the original. I really do. And I actually love that band. But um, Can you describe a Walmart Getty Lee for us, Jeff? I don't know. I just use <laughs> I use Walmart as a description when you it's like it's like the wish.com version, you know, it's just like the, the generic version. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. You're full of it tonight. I shop at Walmart. I'm trying to understand what you're saying. here. I, I mean, I shop at Walmart, too, but I try to just go to Target to buy the same things where it's, you know more expensive and i just go there to avoid going to walmart (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) question number (laughs) question number five metallica just released some puzzles name one of the images they used oh the jump in the fire and nice uh, 598 ep and extra credit here keep going oh gosh creeping death i think oh look at that on fire oh and then what's the last one there's four of them, actually. Yeah, there's four. Those are some badass puzzles. They picked some good images for oh, that. I can't think of the fourth one. Did she get the third one? Yeah, she got all of them except for the last one that's on your list She here. said jump? She said yeah, jump, creep, and garage. I'm sorry. I was spaced out oh. thinking about still art. <laughs> still life. <laughs> what was the fourth one? Oh, man. Off of Kill 'em All. I can't remember. Whiplash, the single. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got that t shirt. That's actually what I wore to SM, too. Your Whiplash shirt? Yeah. Great shirt. Yeah. Great, uh, great cover. I got to get one of those puzzles. Those are cool. I think out of those four, I'd have to get the Creeping Death one. I love that. Yeah. Those colors. That sold out quick, too. Oh, oh sold out Last now? time I checked, yeah, last okay. time I checked, it was sold out. We're going to have to get on that. I was going to say, we're starting to get to the uh, end of the episode. It's a perfect time to do the end of the line lyrics. Nice segue. Hey. <laughs> I'm stumbling tonight, and you're just kicking ass left and right. No, I thought I was kind of fumbling and stumbling, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> April threw me off when she said she wasn't a Utah Jazz fan. I'm like, oh, that just took away like 15 minutes of basketball material I wanted to chat about. Shade was oh, ready to sorry. talk about the NBA. Ow, I was so talking about the Jazz. Yeah, no. Huge Jazz fan when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Used to be called the Delta Center. Now it's called the, I couldn't even tell you, but it's the same building. Now where do they play? The Vivint? I'm not Vivid sure. Solutions yeah. Arena, something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, welcome to the end of the line lyric. We don't name that song. We don't name that lyric. We finish the lyric. Are you ready, April, for lyric number one? Yes. Pure black, looking clear. My work is done. Work is done soon through here. Oh, I'm going to give it to her, Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to. I had to tie that in with Harvester tonight. <laughs> it seemed fitting. I like that. Pure black, looking clear. My work is done soon here. One for one. Number two, end of the line. There's only two tonight, so here we go. Well, there's three, including yours. Oh, 
I was trying to get out of it. Oh. I <laughs> I'm not going to do well with this. Oh, uh, you might. Whew. Knowing you, you're going to have some shit off of Lulu or... Hey, God knows what. It's going to say... The new song. I'm, it's going to... The, the line is going to be, I am the... <laughs> I am the coffee table. Right. <laughs> Knowing you, it's going to be some rare Lulu or um, the other new song. You'd be surprised. I'm not trying to trick you. Like, you gave me songs that I should have known, but I just fumbled last last week because I wasn't ready. It caught me off guard. I'm going to be ready next week. It was Ain't My Bitch. Yeah, and I don't know how I got that wrong because... Our bass player is the one that forgets the lyrics, not me. But now. <laughs> All right, April number two. I am the beast that feeds the feast. I am the blood. I am. Oh, mind is blank. I am off tonight. Oh, that was close, but that wasn't quite it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mind is off tonight. Oh, nice lyrics, James. <laughs> I am the beast. That feeds the feast. I am the blood. I am. Oh, my gosh. If you know the song, I'll give you half a point. <laughs> my brain, honestly, it, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not working. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock in Utah. We it understand. Is. I'm so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel better, I, uh, I completely got mine wrong last week, so it's all good. Yeah, and then I said... I gave Jeff another one. I said, exit light, enter, and I think he said beer. Enter beer. So that's two, that's <laughs> zero for two. This, this <laughs> end of the line thing might have been a bad idea. I'm impressed with her trivia knowledge, and she went one for two in end of the line, Jeff. I I am ready to embarrass myself. You got to tell her what the song was, though. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am the beast that feeds the feast. I am the blood. I am release from Bleeding Me. Uh. Yes. All right. Now on to Shane. I knew she'd get the harvester one. Right. <laughs> we had to tie that in somehow. This is going to either be Shane's embarrassing <sighs> failure or it's going to be his magnificent triumph. I'm already feeling anxious about this not going well. I'm thinking that you're going to get this because I actually made it pretty easy for you. All right. You ready? Do my dirty work scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> almost like your life. Almost like your. <laughs> it's so funny when you say that. It's so easy. And I don't want to even admit how many times I saw that song live in 09. But now thinking about what the. What the one fucking word is, is. Well, it's two words. I bet April's cat knows this better than I do. <laughs> hey, if April, if you don't get this and April gets it, we'll let her, that'll be, we'll. My redeeming. <laughs> she'll be, yeah. she'll be two for two. Snowball's going to win some app for merch. <laughs> Say it again. Almost like your life. Almost like your. I know it's, that was just your life. I know that much. Yes, yes. So I mean, you gotta have you gotta have a point <laughs> for name that the, song. <laughs> the way you said that, I'm totally picturing him recording that in the studio, and you can hear a click track. Do you know the footage I'm talking about? Yep, yep. Almost like our tick, 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 tick as he's throwing down the riff. Say it to me one more time. This is fucking awful. <laughs> almost like your life. Almost like your. 
I feel like almost like your life is the last line of that verse. Almost like your life. And that was just your life. (laughs) (laughs) April, do you know the line? Endless fight. Seriously? Almost like your life. Almost like your endless fight. Curse the day is long. It's the first part of the chorus. (laughs) I'm thinking how he wraps up the end part of it. Yep. Wow. April, nicely done. So I guess that we can give her that that extra credit. Yeah, oh, God, for my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say it one more time. I need to hear it again. Almost, I'm in the wrong part of the verse. Almost like your life. Almost like your endless fight. Curse the day is long. Realize you don't belong. Disconnect somehow. Never stop the bleeding now. Almost like your fight. And there it went. That's almost, what I'm thinking right yep. there. Say the line with the fight again. So the very last part is almost like your fight, and there it went almost like your life. That's what I was getting at. I was at the fight part of where that rhythm part was. It's, that's the last part instead of the first part. <laughs> this segment sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be saying the same thing next week, I swear. It's going to be funny if you and I go 16, 17 weeks and we don't get one. <laughs> Everybody else starts getting them, and then the host. <laughs> oh, That was fun. That was fun. And then April comes in with the encore and crushes the end of the line. Makes the co-host look <laughs> I stupid. I had to, man. <laughs> April, nicely done. Um, what else do you want to uh, chat about tonight at 11.05 Mountain Time? She's like, until it sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's about where I'm at. Uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. And so um, we did get an email from Metallica headquarters last week. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, we are doing, um, they're doing a chapter competition, um, okay. fundraising for All Within My Hands. Okay. So that starts May 3rd to May 31st. So they're going to be sending us a link and people who donate, you know, can select the chapter that they're going to donate in behalf of. And so the prize package, there's going to be two of them. For the top two amazing. fundraisers? Well, actually, what they're going to do is one's going to be the chapter that fundraises the most. Mm-hmm. And then the second one's just going to be random. So, but the prizes are like, you know, concert tickets and drum heads and drumsticks wow. and vinyl, signed vinyl. And yeah. So, so that's been kind of exciting vinyl. getting geared up for that. Very cool. Yeah. Um, how are you reaching out to people? Your Instagram? Um, Instagram. Yeah. Facebook. Um, that's about it so far. Um, we had a little chapter meeting to discuss, you know, how we were going to go about getting, cool. you know, donations and fundraising and all that. So, well, maybe in podcast row, we'll have to make a little donation to Harvesters of Utah, five forty one, right? Yes. Got it. Jeff, I need your piggy bank. <laughs> Do you guys accept Apple Pay? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, drumsticks, autographed vinyl, tickets. That's cool. Yeah, it's a really good prize package for sure. Uh, Mr. Winslow, anything else you'd like to talk about on Season 4, Episode 2, Harvesters of Utah? No, man. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground tonight. We have talked about... um, I don't even know where to start. Right. There's so much (laughs) shit on (laughs) Oh, there's so much I can't even start I can't even, to think I can't about even it. Start to think about it. Oh, I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. I can't even start to think about it. <laughs> we've talked about chapters. We've talked about one dates. We talked about the album Sanity Escapes. 
She has her artwork. She had her 12 songs. She doesn't like Ronnie. Um, some still life art. Some Peterson Auto Museum. I, an hour and 10 minutes. I'm exhausted. I'm ready for Until It Sleeps, and it's 1 o'clock in Florida. Yeah, we got 11, oh, 12, man, and right. 1 going on here. Yeah. Keep the order going. Well, April, hopefully we can uh, cross paths soon. Are you going to Aftershock? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got the. I got the four-day VIP package. We're actually going to do a chapter meetup, too, at headquarters on Saturday during the day. They're Very off cool. night. Yeah, get a picture of all the chapters. Very cool. Right yeah, on the street in front wait. of HQ there. Yeah. Right where Jeff tried to open the door to the kitchen. I mean, somebody had to. <laughs> Got to give it a shot when you're there, right? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, we get some guitar picks. That That's what actually did happen. That is what happened. I tried to open the door and dude came out and was like, here, have some shit. We were like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> cool. Looks like me trying to get in paid off. <laughs> Pays to shake your door at uh, two in the afternoon on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Looking over the fence like, do we see any of their cars here? Yeah. Is the Iron Fist or the Voodoo Priest back there? I swear we are not soccer. I don't even know what's here. It's just a building. Yep. Boring building on a little rundown street. Right. <laughs> April, thank you so much for coming on podcast for all we had fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a good time. Thank you so much. Anytime. Uh let's God, we had so much to talk about. I bet we could do another hour. Hopefully we can see you out at uh, Aftershock. Or yeah, I'll have some definitely. more members of Harvesters of Utah on the show. We'd love it. Okay, yeah, definitely. Spread the word. Cool. Jeff, maybe we can meet Snowball if we go to Utah. Yeah, I was just about to say, if you know we're up on tour in that area, come on out to a show. <laughs> and get everyone to go. That'd be awesome. Cool. That'd be great. It'd be fun. Yeah. That was April Mancuso from Syracuse, Utah. Jeff, I will, uh, I will see you in person next week up in the uh, Great White North. Yes, sir. Yes, you will. It's going to be a good time. We got some special things coming for you guys this season. I think you're going to really enjoy it. I had fun, man. I will uh, see you soon. Sounds good, man. We'll see you soon. Bye, April. Bye. Bye. Later. How could he know this dawn's
Change his life for 